May I speak in the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Today is a special day on lots of levels. Can anybody guess other than it is a special day because it's Candlemas, a special day because it is Molly and Francesca's baptism day, there's another reason why it's a special day. The only day in history which will be a palindrome in five different ways. Oh, five different... Oh, now then. Yes, it's a palindrome day. We're on 02022020 and the calendar. Did you notice that? Somebody sent me uh, a text and said, oh, it's a, it's a palindrome. And I had to look it up. <laughs> five different ways. Do enlighten us. Just carry on. <laughs> the UK date naming system. Yes. The US date naming system. Yes. In February. Uh, the ISO date naming system. Yes. It's also the 33rd day of the year. Yes. And there are 333 days remaining in the year. Marvellous. I think Molly and Francesca will not forget the date of their baptism now on five different levels. <laughs> it's also the end of the season of Epiphany. Epiphany is, is that time of revelation. We remember it beginning when the uh, kings, the wise men, came to Bethlehem and presented their gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And these uh, wise men, or kings, came from beyond almost the known world. So they were very much outside what was seen as the place of God's promise. They were the nations being drawn to the light of Christ. And we've also uh, had sermons about the, the baptism of Christ, when uh, Christ was baptized and he was revealed to the world as, as uh, God's son. This is my son with whom I'm well pleased. We've also uh, seen uh, and heard and read about Christ's very, very first miracle. Anybody know what Christ's very first miracle was? That's it, water into wine. In Cana of Galilee, and uh, I've been there uh, last week. <laughs> I'll try not to keep saying that. Uh, I resisted buying bottles of wine, but I did have some wine in the evening with my meal. It was very good quality. So it's this season when we think about Christ being revealed to the nations and Christ being revealed to us. You'll notice uh, around the church the candles in those beautiful storm lanterns because it's candle mass. We're thinking about the light of Christ. In some countries and in some households even, here in this country, Christians mark this day by removing their Christmas decorations, not because they can't be bothered doing it earlier, as one year we left ours till about the end of February, because it was just the thought of having to take the tree down. But I thought we'd better take it down, or else it'll be there till next Christmas. But who uh, leaves their, anybody leave their Christmas trimmings up until today? Thank you. Catherine. She leaves her trimmings till today, and because it's the end of Epiphany. Uh, some people have got the trimmings down by Boxing Day, haven't they? Because they think, oh, get them put away, they're cluttering the place. But there's a sign and symbol of the light and the glory of Christ. So today we're beginning to move into a very different direction, and we'll be thinking about uh, moving towards Lent and the journey through Lent with Christ in the wilderness, and then to his passion, and then to his death and resurrection. 
There's so many different traditions in the church. It's like a cycle. It's like a heartbeat in the church. We, we follow the story of Christ through the year. And it always comes afresh to us. This is what amazes me. Times many, 2,000 years have gone, and it's still these stories come afresh to us. And also Candlemas has a very particular tradition, which is probably by and large lost to us uh, these days, where people would bring into the church candles to be used in the church throughout the year for the priest to bless them. Now, light to us is so easily acquired, isn't it? We just turn a switch on and a light appears. and we sort of take it very, very much for granted. We can have light at any point. And then when the lights do go off as a power cut, we're all thrown into absolute abject confusion. What do we do? What do we do? I don't know whether some of you will remember in the 1970s when we, we had the, 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 the power went off to save energy and we all scrabbled around for candles on little saucers and uh, uh, etc. And we all sit there. And it was, it was a fabulous time. I remember that because actually it was a time when we as a family would sit together because we couldn't have the television on, the radio or anything. We would sit talking to each other. What a revelation. And I'd say to my parents, oh... Tell me about the olden days. Now, of course, I'm a grandparent, and we're at that moment where my grandson says, Grandad, tell me about the olden days. It all comes back to us if we wait long enough. But light is a gift that we take so easily for granted. Light is and was a very precious gift. The smallest level of light can pierce the darkest gloom. Light is a very wonderful gift. Now, I said I wouldn't regale you too much with my trip to the Holy Land because it's a little bit like looking at other people's holiday photographs. It's what I call yawnorama. And you try to look interested. You think, if they show me another picture of Canon Farrow paddling in the Sea of Galilee, I'll scream. Well, I'll try not to do that to you in my sermons, but I really do want to show you this thing I've brought from the Holy Land. Are you excited with anticipation? Are you waiting for an epiphany being revealed out of this little brown paper bag on this day of five times a palindrome? Is that right? Yeah. On this day of Molly and Francesca's baptism, I'm bringing a gift from the Holy Land. And it's actually from the village of Nazareth. Would you like to see what it is? You may think, knowing me, it is a bag of fudge. It isn't. Although I did buy some fudge, and it's very nice it is. I haven't brought that to share with you, but I brought this. It is a little pottery oil lamp from the village of Nazareth. An exact replica of what the people would use in their houses to light their way. So when you got home at tea time in the dark and your parents said, put the big light on, that was it. It's amazing, isn't it? Do you want to, do you want to have a look at that? Look at an absolutely authentic little light from Nazareth. Simeon and Anna were in the temple at that moment when Joseph and Mary and Jesus because under the, uh, uh, the rituals and traditions, the firstborn male son had to be presented in the temple 
and a sacrifice had to be made, and there was a ceremony of cleansing for the mother and thanksgiving for the child, Simeon and Anna were waiting and watching for that moment. They were in anticipation, waiting for the Messiah. And sure enough, that moment for them had come. Simeon had been inspired by the Holy Spirit to watch and to wait. So I take it across there and show the other side that everybody's had a fair look at that. Little light, look at that. So never take the light at home for granted, will you? Because that's what used to light the way. Fill it with olive oil and light it and put it on the table or wherever it would be to light the house. There you go. The moment had come when they recognized the light in Christ, the light of Christ. What amazes me is the uh, amount of times when God did something wonderful, people burst into song. We got the song of Zechariah uh, when John the Baptist uh, was uh, proclaimed. We've got the Magnificat uh, when Mary went to meet Elizabeth. Uh, We've got the song of Simeon. It's almost like an amazing West End musical. Everybody bursting into song all of a sudden. In the middle of this narrative, people are singing. And that's why we uh, use music in church, because we give glory to God. Simeon and Anna just were amazed that in their lifetime, as God had promised, they would see the light of the world. And as Simeon proclaimed, a light for the nations and the glory of your people Israel. Here was that moment. Is there any wonder that he burst into song? They were watching and waiting, and they saw it. I wonder sometimes whether we can put ourselves in that category. Perhaps you've been coming along to church for some time, and you've sat and you thought, there's something which is drawing me There's something which touches my heart and mind about this community and this place. It's, I suppose, what I would call the Simeon and Anna phenomenon, where you are being drawn to something, to somebody, to the light of Christ. What about your journey in this service? Will you be drawn to the light of Jesus Christ as Simeon and Anna were? And, of course... Simon and Anna were were older people. That was the amazing thing. They, with patience, waited and watched and saw that moment in their lifetime. The gift of light is given in Christ. We are given that gift at baptism. Francesca and Molly will be given a candle to go out with them into the world as a sign and a symbol that they've received the light of Christ. And we'll commission them with that candle, to live their life in the light of Christ. And it's the role of the parents and godparents to encourage that and to keep that light aflame for them. And it's our prayer that eventually they will come forward and claim those promises for themselves as they come to confirmation. So the blessing of the candles. Let's just turn that around a little bit. Let's not bless the candles this morning... But let's bless the candle bearers, the light bearers. Let's bless Francesca and Molly in their baptism as they go out into the world. Let us bless each other as we go out with the light of Christ. 
And in this ceremony and ritual of baptism, think about perhaps your own baptism promises that were perhaps said by yourself or for you by your godparents. And in your heart and mind, renew your baptism promises and take out the light of Christ into the world with you. Perhaps you're somebody who is seeking light, seeking some spiritual truth. Here in this service, draw close to Christ. And perhaps you would like to step forward at some point for baptism and to walk with the light of Christ. And so our prayer will be at the end of this service for Molly and Francesca, it will be this. Shine as a light in the world to the glory of God the Father. May that be for each one of us. May we bring ourselves a blessing as we are the light of Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.